This is day number 109 of 180 day growth plan and we're right in the thick of things with spiritual warfare. That's where we are. We're learning the principles. We're understanding it. Uh, we're understanding the challenge even in the church because there are individuals in the church of God, uh, men and women in church who are under a demonic um, influence and they're thinking that everything is okay, that it's supposed to be that way. And no, it is not supposed to be that way. In Revelation chapter 9, verse 11, we read, And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. So this is describing a uh, demonic spirit that is actually loose in the land that is ruling, guiding, directing behind the scenes men and women to achieve demonic agendas. There are people in churches as well as outside of churches, in government as well as outside of government who are under the control of this spirit Apollyon and or Abaddon. This spirit is already at work on the earth or in the earth and it will not be caged up until the end of time when it will be thrown into the bottomless pit. It is, listen to this, it is the prayers of the saints that combat and limit this spirit's work on earth. It is literally a spiritual battle for the minds, hearts, and souls of people that's what's going on right now there there are some Christians who are now saying they're not going to pray for America anymore they're not going to pray for the country anymore because the country is too far gone but we must remember that this is our country this is where we live this is where we worship we must remember that we have children who are not saved, that we have relatives who are not saved, that we have churches that are in a mess. Everywhere you turn and look, there's a problem. As spiritual warriors, as people who know what is really going on behind the scenes, we know that spiritual intercession is praying to hold back the judgment of God in time for us to be given the time we need to reach more people to be saved. We're not asking God to hold judgment back so we can get a larger house, a nicer car, more money in the bank. All of those things are good. God is not opposed to that. He gives you the power to get wealth. But wealth is not the agenda. Yes, yes, yes. Be a millionaire, multiple millionaire, billionaire. All of that is good. Try millionaire, whatever the next level is. All of that is good. Live well. But we have souls. We have men and women who are dying without a knowledge of God, living without a knowledge of God. And as men and women of God, we have the opportunity to pray and to fight so that this thing can be turned around where more souls can come into the kingdom.
Let me give you an Old Testament example of what this battle is like. And then just apply it to your life and experience for today. Joshua chapter 10. In the Old Testament, Joshua chapter 10. It tells of a battle that was taking place. And here, um, as they were fighting and going through the battle and stuff like that, in verses 11 through 14, very famous scripture where Joshua was in the battle and they were fighting against their enemies. Are you getting that? They were in the battle. Physically, they were there fighting. We have a spiritual battle. We got to get in and fight. But look at the, how they did it. It came to pass in verse number 11 that their enemies were fleeing from Israel. And as they were going down um, through Beth Haran, the Lord cast down great stones from heaven upon them and they died. They were more which died of hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with the sword. Now get this, the children of Israel fighting, doing their best, and guess what? God got in a fight with them. So when you and I get involved, when we get on our knees and we pray and intercede, when we stand before God and we worship, or we worship on our knees, we, we pray and we're worshiping, and we are binding the forces of darkness. We're pleading the blood of Jesus over our lives and our children, our family, and our relatives, husbands and wives. God gets involved. Amen? Yes, he does. Look at this. More of them died from hailstones from the Lord than the children of Israel slew with the sword. Look at verse number 12. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day that the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. He said, in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Agilon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven, and hastened not to go down about a whole day. There was no day like that before or after it, that the Lord hearkened to the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Now, we know, we know he, the technical words he used in his prayer, sun, stand still, technically, um, how do we, we say it, um, scientifically, we're not describing what was actually working. It was the earth orbiting around, right? Yeah. So he, he could have said earth stands still, but he said sun stands still. And, but here's the point. His technical words were off, but the intent and desire of his heart was right on target, right? Yes. As, as some people like to say, spot on. I think we say that more than we should. Anyway, his technical prayer was off in words, but the intent of his heart was right on. And God hearkened to the voice of a man and stopped the movement of the earth until the battle was won. Listen, listen, listen. You and I, we're facing situations spiritually. We need our children. We need them to come to God. We don't want them lost in hell. 
Husbands and wives don't want their spouses lost in hell. Relatives and friends don't want them lost in hell. So we pray for an opening. We pray for a breakthrough. We pray for the situation to change so we can go and, and, and speak in love and minister to them that God will give us another chance. Let's pray and believe God today. Father God, we pray, yes, Father, I not only pray for the prostitute on the street, I pray, pray for the pimp, oh God, that you would change the hearts of the pimp. I pray for the Johns. I pray for the men and women who would buy a person's body for their gratification. I pray not only for the drug manufacturer, the, the drug labs and all of those. I pray for the distributors. I pray all through the supply chain, Lord. I pray for men and women who are desperately looking for solutions today. And we intercede, God, in the name of Jesus. Open the eyes. Uh, release people from captivity. We speak over our nation, Father, we bind the spirit of oppression. We bind the spirits and the curses of witchcraft. And we send the curses back in the name of Jesus. We reject them today and declare return to the sender. We plead over our country, over our families, over our situation, God. Hallelujah. So that more souls can be one. We pray, Jesus, you would shine brighter and brighter in us and through us so men and women would know you today like never before. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. Thank you for the victory that is rightfully ours. Thank you for the release of new life. Hallelujah. Thank you for grace and mercy. Thank you, God, that you are hearing and listening to our prayers. And we thank you for answering. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord.